Welcome to Victorious Living. The Bible tells me to humble myself. It immediately should take me back to the Word. Am I doing what I've learned? Am I doing what I've heard? Am I doing what I have been taught from the Word? Am I doing that? And if you can say, yes, I'm doing that, you have humbled yourself under the mighty hand of God. Because what he will do, he will put his word into the warfare with you. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us part two of his series, Putting Satan in His Place. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us, putting Satan in his place. Casting down imaginations and every high thing, every exceedingly high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. There in itself is the necessity of knowing what God has said. And how do we know and what God has said first and foremost? And right at the head of the list is his written word. What God says in his written word. So if we leave the word of the Lord off and do not fill our mind with the word, Satan will fill our mind with thoughts that produce imaginations. Well, God doesn't love me. God doesn't care. I can't get a hold of God. God doesn't hear me when I pray. That's the devil filling a person's mind with his thoughts. And he wants you to say that. He wants you to get those words into your mouth and say, say that. And so casting down imaginations that are produced by thoughts and every high thing, exceedingly high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God found in the word of God and bring into captivity, capture every thought to the obedience. How do we capture it? We capture it by being obedient to God's word. When you're obedient to God's word, you are capturing Satan. You're capturing thoughts that he will bring to you, imaginations that he will bring. We are capturing that because we have captured the word of God in our thoughts and in our mouth, in our praises and so forth. And so the warfare that a Christian encounters is not just with the devil, although that, that's, that's primarily where the starting point or demonic spirits, but with our own flesh, with the desires of our flesh, with the desires of our carnal part, the, uh, the carnal part of us, which is our bodies, then uh, the warfare that a Christian encounters is not just with the devil or demonic spirits, but with our flesh and our soul as well. The weapons that we have been given are for the purpose of conquering and winning against Satan as well as against our minds and our flesh. So if we believe that we can have what we say, whosoever shall say, Jesus said in Mark 11, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, 
but shall believe those things which he saith, he shall have what he saith or what he says or what he says or said. And so we can see then how important our thoughts and how important our words are when we launch the attack against the devil. We do it with the word of God. We don't do it because we feel it. We do it because we believe it. And so we can have all kinds of different feelings and emotions in our physical bodies, and uh, we will have. But we do, not, we do not defeat the devil with our feelings, and we don't cause God to move because of our feelings. We, we keep the devil in his place with the word of God, and we put God in remembrance of his word when we fill our mouth with it and quote it back to him. And God said, put me in remembrance. Amen. So let's look at a few things here this morning uh, about putting Satan in his place. And every thought you have doesn't mean that you're demon-possessed. Every feeling you have does not mean you are demon-possessed. And so I say that because, you know, in the years gone by, I have seen people will follow that line of thinking. If you have a wrong feeling, you must be possessed of the devil. That's a lie. It's not true. All right, let's go. Let's go to first Peter chapter five and verses six through eight. We're talking about putting uh, Satan in his place and how that we do that. First Peter five, six, uh, six, verses six through eight. Humble yourselves. Now let me, you know, I'll, I don't know how far I get, but I'll get as far as I get. That makes sense, huh? But uh, humbling yourself is not done by a feeling. It's done by an action where we submit ourselves to the word of God to be a doer of it. That's where you and how you humble yourself. And so I say that because I don't know that any of you would think that here today, but, but, but I, I, I have a reason to believe perhaps that might be that humility is not because you cry. Humility is not because of what you feel. It's not because of what you don't feel. Humility is submission, submission to God's word. So whatever God's word instructs you to do, then we are to humble or submit ourselves to God and then proceed to put that into action where our lives are, our uh, mind is concerned. So humble yourself. And so we, you've heard it, I've heard it. We prayed, our people pray. I used to pray way back there this way. You know, I'm not any different than you are. But I used to pray that way too. Lord, humble me. Oh Lord, I ask you that you would humble me. And you know what comes resounding, blasting back at me? Read the word. Because it is knowing the word and submitting your life to the word and to, to act upon the word, that's how you humble yourself. So it doesn't come by a feeling. It doesn't come because you cry. Now, if you won't cry, that's fine. But, 
but crying just kind of relieves <laughs> the tension uh, or something. But, but humility comes by me submitting myself to God. And so if I can read it in the Bible and the Bible tells me to humble myself, it immediately should take me back to the word. Am I doing what I've learned? Am I doing what I've heard? Am I doing what I have been taught from the word? Am I doing that? And if you can say, yes, I'm doing that, you have humbled yourself under the mighty hand of God. Because what he will do, he will put his word into the warfare with you. Or he'll put you, or you will put your, your, yourself in with him as you humble yourself and the warfare will be done with the weapons of our warfare that God has given to us uh, in his word. So when he said, uh, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, he didn't say humble yourself that you would feel better. So I, I keep pointing that out. But obviously when God touches you, you know, in, in, in ways that, that affects uh, your, your health, uh, your well-being or whatever, you know, you're going to have a feeling. Amen. But it's not because you have the feeling it's, uh, that you got it. You got it from, from, from the mighty hand of God. Humble yourself. Submit yourself to the word of God, which is submitting yourself for the mighty hand of God to touch your life, to touch your circumstances, to touch your situation. And God is the master at changing circumstances in his children's life. He knows it before you ever had it, before you ever got it, before you ever thought about it, before you ever had a notion about it. God knew it from the beginning. He knows when it's coming. He knows how severe it's going to be when it comes. He knows all about it. I submit myself under the mighty hand of God. I submit myself to the word of God and God's word will quicken. He will quicken our, our situations. First of all, it will quicken us, but he will work his power in every, any, all circumstances when I humble myself under the mighty hand of God. I'm not going to always feel good, but I'm going to always believe. I'm not going to always feel good, but I'm going to, I'm going I'm going to, let me get it right. I'm going to always know that God is the master over the circumstances that present themselves to my life. I'm going to know that. And I know the mighty hand of God split the Red Sea. I know the mighty hand of God parted the waters of the Jordan. I know the mighty hand of God was with Daniel in the lion's den. I know that the mighty hand of God was with the three Hebrew children. I know the mighty hand of God worked with Paul and Silas in the Philippian jail. The mighty hand of God was on them in the worst of all circumstances. Instead of bowing their knee to circumstances, they bowed their knee to the almighty God, to the mighty hand of God. 
and in the dark hour in the Philippian jail, they begin to sing and praise God. And God, by the power of his spirit, uh, began to work on his circumstances. Uh, and he continued to work on his circumstances uh, and continued to work on their circumstances. Uh, amen. And when they come up out of that dungeon and out of that dark prison, they came out victorious, overcomers of all that the devil had tried to do to them. They came out uh, from the threat of death. They came out under the mighty hand of God and the mighty hand of God. Uh, it freed them. It set them free from the purpose that Satan had for them. Humble yourself. Submit yourself to the written word of God. And remember this, yes, the Holy Spirit speaks to us, but he never, ever disagrees with the word of God. Because he's the one that gave the word to the, to the apostles of old and they, they pinned it. It came from the Holy Ghost, from God, and through the Holy Spirit. So he said, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. What are you doing when you do that? You are putting Satan in his place. Where is his place? Is under your feet. And if you keep seeing, seeing him above you, over you, working against you, if you keep seeing that, that's what you will eventually put in your mouth. All right. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you. God is interested in lifting you up. He's interested in bringing you out. He's it's our hope that today's message, putting Satan in his place, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request offer 23. Today's offer number is 23. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.